0: A destruction
1: is imperative. Oh, here we go. <laughs> if I had a nickel for every time I heard you complain about... How awful your middle school was, and how you had to be homeschooled, and how you're allergic to gluten. I'm not <laughs> allergic, it's an autoimmune disorder. Uh,
2: you got to be the teacher's second favorite, and, like, graduate first in your class. I think that's great.
0: Wait, wh- where'd you get teacher's second favorite? Oh, fuck you! <laughs> fuck you!
2: A <laughs> zine! <laughs>
0: you know,
1: you know who else probably didn't make Otter roll because of all the hooky they were playing?
0: Who?! Today's subject material, yeah.
2: although on
0: <laughs> the Song Topsy Report podcast, where we dissect bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy music to figure out how it died. I am your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell, and I'm uh, every homeschool student's favorite teacher, Steve Trollinger. Listen, guys, we can't. This episode, we can't use Woody Bandrich to segue immediately into the song subject because we actually have. Uh, some fairly big news to announce. I mean,
2: co- Ooh, yeah, we do. Compared
0: to just like what our normal it's level of news different. announcements. It's different. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, we actually alluded to, I think the past two episodes, that something uh, might be coming up, and it has solidified, and we were very happy about it. So, we are collaborating with a website called Come Here Floyd. Uh, now, Mike, the, the story of how all this materialized, I just think is fantastic, because it started with you.
2: Mm-hmm. Lying on your bed, deciding to go to an open mic in Jersey City? I did. Last second decided I was feeling pretty good, and I was like, you know what? I want, I'm want. i going to go perform some of our Song Topsy Report parody songs down at the local stand-up. So I went down to the Bar FM, and I did not. Compla- prepared with an auxiliary cord. So I needed to borrow like an audience member's cell you phone. Just clarify, you didn't have the back
0: track. You didn't have the track ready. You had the lyrics on your phone, so you needed the phone with you, so you couldn't play the uh, backing track off your phone anyway. Right. So then you went to find an audience member's phone right. to play that, mm-hmm. but then you couldn't plug an auxiliary cord in with that, so you were using an audience member's phone, holding it up to the microphone. To a, yeah, to a second microphone, yeah. Yes,
2: while wow, like and that and that actually was coming in way louder than my voice. It was a disaster.
0: So yeah. So the so the shocking thing is oh, yeah. an audience member uh, saw this performance and wanted to collaborate with us. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, Jason Kim. B- Jason Kim. Jason Kim. Great guy. Great runs guy. runs a website called Come, Come Here, Here Floyd. Come Here Floyd. And Come Here Floyd is an indie music review and news site which advocates indie music art and the independent spirit aiming to help advance the discussion sonically and visually. If you go to comeherefloyd.com, it's a very well put together website. It's uh and it just discusses um indie rock, indie pop, reviews, news um with a very unique voice I think.
2: I got to say it's uh it's really got a different feel than the typical kind of like Rolling Stones articles nice. you get. It's nice. Like
0: everything is like nice and supportive. Yeah, throw some shade at Rolling Stone as well. It's not like any of that bullshit. Vice, fuck you. Nice and supportive. I don't know why they thought we'd be a good fit, but... Oh, no, so, um, so, very long story short, what uh, what's going to happen is the songtopsyreport.com, which we have always advocated you go to, is redirected now to Come Here Floyd. We now have a permanent home on Come Here Floyd. We are going to be releasing our podcast episodes on Come Here Floyd, and that is where you can go to listen to them now. You can still type in the thesongtopsyreport.com. It will still take you there. Uh, but now you can go to Come Here, Floyd. And right at the top, there's going to be a tab for the Song Topsy Report. And yeah, we're going to be producing episodes uh, for this website. Uh, but we're still going to be available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, all the places where you listen to us already. None of that is changing. It's just our home base as it is. Uh, it's going to be on Come Here, Floyd from here on out. And in addition, there's also some plans to have to take a bigger involvement in the website there's some there's uh some possibilities for some video content coming out and also it's just a really well put together platform that allows us to put up content and spread it out over a further range, which is fantastic um the guy behind it he's fantastic we're we're really looking forward to it
2: Oh you should see the smile on Nick's fakes folks <laughs> um <laughs> And the other thing I just want to mention um, is if you are an
0: indie musician, uh, you can submit your music to Come Here Floyd for uh, the possibility of having them publish an article on it. They will they will consider it. So. And we and if promise it's... to not do an episode on it.
2: Oh, <laughs> yes. I was just going to say, if you think it's really bad, we didn't we'd establish <laughs> that. If you're a
0: bad musician, please submit to Come Here Floyd and we'll talk about it. No, seriously, uh, ComeHereFloyd.com, they do have an option to submit your music. But uh, no, we'll, we'll be talking a little bit more about that over the next few episodes. But for the time being, we're very excited. Uh, so please check out comeherefloyd.com or just head over to the Song Topsy Report and check out what our new snazzy page looks like on their website. Yeah. But enough business. We have, uh, we have some, <laughs> some more distressing things to talk about. Um, like girls in the summer. Well, I mean, I, I've been feeling that summery spirit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And lo and behold, there's a song all about summer. Girls, well,
2: specifically.
1: girls specifically I, I was a little worried when you guys picked this ep- picked this uh, song for this episode because there's also a, a, a Smash Mouth song called Summer Girls and I was very concerned that I was going to have to spend this whole episode uh, disguising that I unironically love Smash Mouth <laughs> so that was a big weight off my shoulders for today
2: Steve I'm just glad we can share that in common now see my little you heart. two
0: are more alike than you think
1: not the sharpest tool in the shed
2: yeah. oh, oh uh hey she had a four thumb on a thumb in her f- <laughs> an l on her forehead there it is you're an all-star steve it's you're like watching All-Star. a computer crash in front of you <laughs> uh no but uh, so this song
0: is summer girls by lfo I hadn't heard this song at the time it came out. I'd heard some of their other stuff, but I was not familiar with this one. But this is actually a song that people suggested. Like like friends of mine, when I told them what the podcast was about, like, go, Oh god, you gotta talk about Summer Girls by Lfo. I was like, What's what's the problem with it? Turns out it's just the lyrics make no goddamn sense.
1: <laughs> Makes
2: no sense.
0: Well, from a certain point of view,
1: it could. I'll get to that later. Okay. Yes,
0: that, that's what we'll be discussing, if, if whether or not these lyrics are actually genius.
1: I mean, I'm just reading the intro, and I'm reading it in my head without the music. I'm just reading it in my head. Yeah, I like it when the girls stop by in the summer. Do you remember? Do you remember when
3: we met that summer? Do uh, you?
0: <laughs> But let's hear that in the context of how the song actually sounds. So here's a little bit of Summer Girls.
3: New kids on the block, had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick Fly when girls die five for the summer, for the summer. I like girls that we're ever and fish. i take her if I have one wish. Well, she's been gone since that summer, since that summer. Yeah.
2: Okay, there's Ooh, a few things a to unpack it. here. Really? I- I just love that the first thought he goes to right after thinking about girls something by for the summer and he remembers when he met this girl in the summer is, like, violent food poisoning. Like, that's the least sexy thing that can happen to you. You know what I mean? And here he is. Chinese food makes me sick. Oh, right, let's get back to talking about some sexy stuff. But I just need to let you know real quick. I had a really bad case of, like, the sh- <laughs>
1: It's almost as if this entire song will involve at least a dozen non sequiturs.
2: Well, non sexy sequiturs, too.
1: Non sex witters.
2: <laughs> non sex witters. Man, I am on it tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's the whole
0: running joke with the song. The song never not since We Didn't Start the Fire have has one band proven you can make a song entirely of non sequiturs a huge hit. But at least that song No, no, was, don't you no, defend it. No, I'm my... not defending it. It's my least favorite Billy
1: Joel. Well, it's not my least Shut favorite. Shut It's, it's a Billy Joel song I don't like. I don't like that song. How do you
2: not like that Mike's song? Mike's mind is literally. That blown. is my karaoke go to song. That okay, is.
1: Well, we'll get into that. Mine is Bring Me to Life by Evanescence. Uh, <laughs> uh, mine is uh, Paradise by the Dashboard Light by Meatloaf, both the women part and the men part. I do both oh, parts. So
0: you do both yeah, parts? Yeah, I just do. And
1: it's For like an eight, eight It's freaking, like an eight minute song.
2: You are the, you are the worst. Steve, person. we've
0: got on a non sequitur. Please <laughs> okay, tell me, what yes. were you saying? I. Um, so there was
1: a uh, 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 I forgot shit. What I forgot what I was saying. Uh, Talking about Billy Joel. We didn't yeah, start the fire. Billy, at least that one is. It has it. There has a chronological element to it. Like which this was song. Sign kind of. Oh god. Which this song kind of has too. Like all the we didn't start the fire stuff is. It's basically like baby boomer pedia. Like it's that's <laughs> such a better name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where it's just like, it's like between 1952 and 1975, what happens? Like, at least there's a a chronological element to it. And in this one, it's between 1985 and 1997, what happens?
2: With a mix of things from like... Yeah, we'll get into that when (laughs) it happens, yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, so, a little bit about this band. Uh, LFO is a pop band formed in 1995 uh, in Boston. Stands for... Lazy Fat Ones. (laughs) Very close, Steve. Uh, Light Funky Ones, light spelled L-Y-T-E. It consisted of Brad Vichetti, Devin Lima, and Rich uh, Cronin. Which one are we not allowed to make fun of? (laughs) Well, if we want to be nice people, none of them. But um, Rich Cronin, who's the vocalist, uh, very tragically died at uh, age 36 of leukemia. Mike, I wanted to establish that right at the top, just, just was, so mentally you can take a few jokes out of the role. I'm just
2: so
1: glad There was a palpable shuddering, like when you drop the shutter in front of your place of business at the end of the night. There was a palpable shuddering of the whole show.
0: <laughs> but anyway, this, uh, this song is noteworthy because this song was their first big hit. This song was the first thing that they released that they were known for, and... The kind of overall explanation as to why the lyrics don't make any sense, which isn't really an excuse, but essentially the band said that they had no idea the song was going to become as successful as it was. They weren't really established before this, and then the song became a big hit. And they kind of have jokingly said in the past, "We may, we probably would have changed some of the lyrics," which makes me wonder why why would you write one set of lyrics for if the song becomes popular, but like save your good li- no save your good lyrics. For when the song becomes popular, but if you don't think it's become popular, just have your nonsensical lyrics that you put in in the meantime. Why wouldn't you always try? It, it's sort of like how when you
1: are starting a document in uh, in uh, uh, Pages, yeah, like use a use a document template and it's all written in Latin. Yes, and you just have to like delete type in what you're going to type in, delete, type in what you're going to type in. It's like it's like that, except they didn't bother to put anything in there, so it's just nonsensical Latin.
2: They're dirty liars, man. They didn't have any other lyrics. They're making it up, no doubt about well, it.
0: Well, it. it did not stop this song from becoming a massive <laughs> hit. This song made its way to the top 10, eventually reached number three position in the Billboard uh, Hot 100, and the number one position on the Billboard single sales chart. This single sold over 1.5 million copies in the US, back in the days where people bought singles. So these guys initially split in 2002 after the boy band craze kind of died out at that point. Uh, They briefly reformed in 2009, and then immediately split up again when uh, Rich Cronin died. Um, And then, but they reformed, As recently as 2017, as a duo uh, to continue making music, Um,
2: Brad Fischetti and Devin Lima are now a duo. You know when people go to see them, they only want to hear Summer Girls, though. Yeah. the old stuff.
0: Well, no, they they, they did... That Every Other time song, you know, sometimes she's hot, sometimes I'm cold, sometimes my head wants to explode, and then we think <gasps> about it, that. figure it out, and then we just change her mind. I listen, I heard that song all the time what? on the radio, and I never knew I it was that. I like
2: that one. Yeah. I know I none of these. I this one, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, so the whole point of this podcast is for us to provide kind of our analysis of what we think the vocalists uh, or the songwriters are talking about oh, in the Oh, shit, it was? Yes, this whole oh, time. Oh, God. Well, I like, run like, what, out of the room. <laughs> 44 episodes in, we figured it out. Run out of the room crying. <laughs> But I, at first glance, these lyrics seem to be totally nonsensical, non sequiturs, and no no common thread keeping them all together. But I still tried to research to see if there was a method to the madness in terms of what they were thinking. The only thing I could find was, uh, in an interview for Boston.com, Cronin said, quote, I just thought back to when I was young, happy, no worries, he says. Summer Girls was all about a summer on the cape, inside jokes. I never thought that anyone besides my close friends would ever hear it, which, once again, is kind of endearing, you know, like that these guys found success in a song that they didn't even plan on becoming successful. Uh, but they claimed that the song was filled with in-jokes and that they wrote the lyrics the way they did because they didn't think anyone would actually hear the song. And once again, I just I don't understand why you do that. I have, I have two theories. What, what are your theories? I, I have theory one
1: um, is that it's possible that uh, the singer suffers from apophenia.
0: Now refresh uh, our memory on what a- that apophenia. is. Apophenia.
1: Yes, Mike. What? Apophenia, it's a tendency to see connections bet- and meaning between unrelated mm-hmm. things. Basically Ooh. anytime anytime you see yeah. one of those conspiracy theory boards with the strings and the pushpins, that's a physical manifestation of what apophenia looks like. Like that's that's the the clinical term for basically a, everything that runs through a conspiracy theorist's mind. Like, oh, oh, Chinese food makes me sick. Girls wearing Abercrombie and Fitch. She's been gone since the summer. She killed JFK. (laughs) Okay. Okay, Billy, you want me to, you want, you want to just sort of fill me in on the, on the interconnection, like that string there you used between those two push pins? What
0: happened in between there? Steve, you might have a point because. I don't think I could say this about any other song. This is the only song where a JFK assassination,
2: assassination reference wouldn't seem out of place. There was one of those in We Didn't Start the Fire. JFK blown away. What That's right. What else do I have to say? <laughs>
0: Once again, he just thought he could leave it at that. It makes total sense. Open your eyes, people. Let's get into the lyrics a little bit more. See, because see, I'm, I'm interested in what your other theory is and see if it pans out. So.
3: I think it's star for the summer, for the summer.
0: Like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Alright, two things on that. Number one, get used to hearing Abercrombie and Fitch. It is mentioned throughout the song to the point where I legitimately thought they were sponsored by Abercrombie and Fitch.
2: I think under the table they were, man. Yeah. Think about it. Think of, these guys get big hit famous out of nowhere, right?
0: Yeah. Off did of this
2: song. Right? They, I mean, they kinda did. This was their song. This was the
0: I right, think J.C. Penney and podcast. Nordstrom were jostling to get that reference. For the purposes of this podcast, I'll buy
1: into your theory.
0: But then, what the fuck does that mean? I'd take her if I had one wish. It's a little problematic. Well, I mean, go on. I'd take her if I had her consent. I mean, the
1: guys—you—you you hear these lyrics and you hear these guys singing it in your head, and you can just picture the three you could just picture three white guys with their hats turned backwards and earrings like doing the white guy hip-hop moves where they're crossing and uncrossing their arms and crossing and uncrossing yes. and like that's their the one move they move the got whole time uh, 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 uh. and then you just imagine one of those guys on like a boardwalk like 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 looking at a bunch of girls just going on mm, i'd take her if i had one wish <laughs>
3: All right, let's start with that.
0: (laughs) We got hip hop, marmalade, spick and span. cow as white as milk.
2: (laughs) Now, spick and span was a, uh, that's a cleaning.
0: Household cleaner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hip hop uh, is a genre of music that these uh, people purport, I suppose, to be emulating. Uh, And then marmalade. Put that on bread. What's the connection? We need that. what's, what's What's the condition called? uh apophenia apophenia so we got a cork board we've got a photo of like new kids on the block we got a picture of marmalade and you have like a coupon for spick and span and there's just like yarn strings connected oh
1: you know who could help us with this who? mike i need you to put in a call to dr carl Steuben.
2: <laughs>
0: i thought that bit was dead i sorry i thought he was dead
2: He's just out in his hot air balloon He'll be back <laughs> The children of America need me <laughs> So hip hop marmalade Wait go to the
1: very bottom of this list And see, see uh, the, where it shows all the people Who had hand in writing the lyrics to the song
0: Oh my god <laughs> Alright but you know what no. maybe, maybe, maybe it was unfair of me to pause there Maybe the <laughs> next line will perfectly explain What hip hop marmalade and spick and span Have to do with each other
3: Met you want some and it all began no. Uh, oh, no, I get it. I get it. Oh,
0: you get Mike, please, for the love of God, tell me. Tell me what the connection is.
2: Now, listen, it's the 90s. He might be been a little misogynistic here, you know, but I mean. <laughs> a
1: little bit might be, <laughs> so, sure.
2: So, you know, he was sending hip hop. She liked it, came over, made him a butter sandwich, and then cleaned his whole kitchen with spick and span. And that's how it all began.
0: Made a butter sandwich? <laughs> What is a
2: butter? It's marmalade, right? Marmalade is not butter.
1: (laughs) No, no, margarine. Oh, margarine. (laughs) Margarine, which is also not butter. Those are different things.
2: Can't believe it's not butter.
0: Marmalade is like a jelly or a jam, that kind of thing. Marmalade is a jam-like breakfast spread often put on toast.
2: Jam-like? Is it jelly? I think
0: there's some kind uh, No, I'm not... I'm not diving into what marmalade is. There's more pressing topics okay then met you one summer and it all began you're saying that that ties it all together okay mike let's let's
3: just go okay and met you one summer and it all began you're the best girl that i ever did see the great larry bird jersey 33 you're the best girl that i ever did see
0: the great larry bird jersey 33 what i think he's a little confused what makes you say that
2: I'm just saying, I don't think <laughs> I think he might be in love with Larry Bird.
0: You think he's projecting his love of Larry Bird onto
2: the summer girl? You're the best girl that I ever did see the great Larry Bird, Jersey 33. Three. I <laughs> mean,
1: that is a startling subtraction of punctuation marks
0: you just made there.
2: <laughs> I don't see a period or a comma. I see a comma after the great Larry Bird.
0: Mike, when I don't think it's on us to say where their punctuation was because lyrics can be written out a certain way but we don't know what their intention was unless they're saying hip hop comma larry bird comma unless they're doing that we can't it's not on us it's not on us who the who are we mike to say where their commas go what mike you look like you just had an epiphany
2: have you guys noticed this guy's singing about girls right yeah but every reference he makes is about a dude i think he's confused <laughs>
1: <laughs> so your your grand theory for this entire song is that you are convinced that the lead singer and lyricist of Summer Girls... Doesn't know the difference between a boy and a girl.
2: Steve, shut up, shut up, shut up! I want to hear more of this theory. Please well, tell me. Well, you know, I'll get, we can get more into it when the song plays. I'm just—this is hitting me now. Every time he's talking about the girls, and when
0: Mike I says, says we'll to to "When them. Mike says we can play a little bit more of the song and see how it goes," he means see if my theory is immediately proven wrong.
1: I think the real purpose of this song is to is to force the listener into a state of apophenia. <laughs> No, no, he's got to mean this. Or no, he, maybe it's this. Well, no, because he says this, and then he says this, so those are connected, and then he says this later, and those are connected. I think I just had an accident.
0: Because uh, the only thing, uh, the only note I had, Mike, on the Larry Bird thing, I think all he's saying is she is as amazing a girl as Larry Bird was a power forward. Like, that, like it's a, yeah, they're just, it's a comparison. <clears throat> Listen, you know,
2: I guess we'll never know. No, we're going to find out definitively today on the Song Topsy
3: Report, I guess, and you know,
1: we'll never know. Peace out. And then Mike Leaves.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, that almost sounded like LFO lyrics right there. Yeah.
3: When you take a sip, you buzz like a hornet. Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sonnets. Call me with Shakespeare. God, I
0: don't want to keep pausing the song, but every line needs to be addressed. <laughs> when, when you take a sip, you buzz like a hornet. Now- the lines individually, like that kind of, like, they're saying you get buzzed. Once, your cheap date, one drink, you get buzzed. You buzz like a hornet.
2: But wouldn't you think there's a more pleasant, nice thing? Like, it, oh, when you take a sip, you buzz like a hornet. It means you get mad and attacked. But, me. Mike, it's but Why ob- are they getting attacked by these drunk ladies? Mike, it's, what- ob-
0: it's obvious. They wanted to, well, it's seemingly <laughs> obvious. But they <laughs> y- use the word hornet because he wanted to be able to rhyme with the next word. But it still doesn't rhyme with the next word. Hornet and sonnet don't rhyme.
1: Swanet. You gotta say it like that. You gotta swanet.
2: Swanet. So,
1: so what is that, Jersey? Is that a Jersey thing? Swanet? I don't... How do you do that? Or is that... They're from Massachusetts. Oh, but so like, no, yeah, you're right. It's it's southy. I mean, you can't exactly say, when you, tape a, when you take a sip, you buzz like a hummingbird. Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sonnets
0: birds. You buzz like a hummingbird. Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of something words.
3: Yeah. Theory. Well, I see. <laughs>
1: Whole bunch of something words.
3: One day it never came back. Stayed all summer, then went back home. Macaulay Culkin wasn't home alone. Fell deep in love, but now we ain't speaking. Michael J. Fox was Alex P. King. When I met you I said my name is Rich. You look like a girl from Abercrombie and Fitch. Okay,
1: okay. so okay, so my secondary theory Yes. Um is is totally me playing devil's advocate. But let us assume Mm. that these lyrics were not the result of poor writing, but rather a concerted effort to duplicate in song form the sense of comic befuddlement that one feels uh, when speaking to attractive women. Uh, in this case, the singer is speaking to these attractive summer girls. You know, the kind of talk where you're so desperate... The way you say summer girls. Summer <laughs> girls. Summer girls. <laughs> when you're so desperate to f- avoid that uncomfortable silence, but you also don't quite know what you want to say because they're so attractive and you are attracted to them, that your brain just fills it fills that uncomfortable silence up with whatever it can think of. So it's just, you know, like you're talking to a girl and you're like, uh, I... I I really like you, and uh, um, uh, they drink lemonade in Georgia. (laughs) Girl's like, hey, you want to see a movie later?
0: Fortune cookies are purely an American invention. As of right now, I think that's the best theory. Okay. It's the the one theory that simultaneously makes the band endearing and makes all the non sequiturs make sense.
1: Like, you went home, and then I didn't see you again? And, and then you came back and looking at you now, I just, uh, oh, oh, uh, oh, Macaulay Culkin was in Home Alone. Uh, remember Alex, Alex, Alex P. Keaton was played by Michael J. Fox, Family Ties. <laughs> uh, 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 oh, please don't leave me again.
3: It's so, that yeah. summer. Cherry pants, cold cross, rockstar stud boogie. Used to hate school, so I had to play hooky. Always been hip to the b style.
1: Seems like he played ho. Seems like he played hooky mainly during history class in English.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what's the uh? What's the b-boy style? Bad boy. And the, 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 I don't uh, think uh, that is the. Worst... Yeah,
1: someone wasn't a white guy pretending to be a
0: hip hop artist in the nineties, which is weird because my kind of was. No, early two thousands. But I don't
2: b-boy
3: think
0: baby. I don't think you get to say that you. Like you, that's not a title you get to put on yourself. You don't get to say, "I used to be hip to the b-boy style." It's like when Sarah Palin called herself a maverick. That's not the point. Is other people call? I'm you that. just a maverick, you know,
1: <laughs> just out there all mavericky, being a maverick. God bless you, Tina Fey.
3: <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Known to act wild and make a girl smile Love new addition in a candy girl Remind me of you because you rock my world You come from Georgia where the peaches grow They drink lemonade and speak real slow Okay, I have a problem with that.
1: And I mentioned it earlier with my joke, but that is not... It's sweet tea. Georgia, they drink sweet tea. Sweet as molasses, they drink it. It is not lemonade. It is sweet tea or mint juleps if you're old enough.
0: You're saying nobody in Georgia drinks lemonade. I'm
1: sure they do. But when you think Georgia, you're not thinking ice-cold lemonade in the shade. You're thinking uh, a white cotton seersucker suit drinking mint
0: juleps and complaining about how powerful hot it is outside. Mmm, the vapors. So that would be the equivalent, like, if they said, um, like, instead of you come from Georgia where the peaches grow, you come from New York where the rent's real low. Yeah, It's like, it just doesn't quite match up to the state that it's in. Okay, I can buy that. That's my whole problem with that. We can
1: continue. So where do
2: peaches grow?
1: <laughs> they grow. Okay, that part was right. The peaches grow there, but then they don't drink lemonade. Right. I mean, they do, but it's not culturally.
0: They should have peach juice. The peaches are right there. <laughs> I say pretty dumb of the Georgians <laughs> to just be sitting next to a whole orchard of peach trees. I don't know if they're actually called an orchard, but that's uh, so a whole orchard of peach trees and be drinking lemonade. Peach tea. Yes. Yeah.
1: But they can't say Peach twice, that would muddle the lyric the lyrical integrity of, <laughs> the of Summer Girls this song.
3: The drink lemonade and slow. You rock and Dad took you years Why the fuck would you just mention that? It's probably
0: very traumatic for her. <laughs> He's having a fun time in the summer. By the way, your dad abandoned you. New kids on the block Had
1: a bunch of hits You love hip hop And rock and roll Your mom died When you were Three years
2: old When you go home It seems so far Your dog got ran over By a car
0: I mean just Why would you do that? You're you're just On the boardwalk You're having fun It's Midriff City And then This guy just mentioned Midriff City I like it Midriff City why would you mention dad leaving you or, you know, dog? I mean, that almost is more gentle because I feel, I, I, I don't know. I just feel like you can always get a new dog, but your dad's never coming back.
2: That dog's not coming back. You can get a new
0: dad. How? Depends on mom. Well, I guess it does depend on mom. So she better start stepping so this, it up. And so this, this poor summer girl is now pressuring her mom to remarry.
2: Come on, mom, I need a dad. <laughs>
0: Let's go to the boardwalk. See if there's any single guys.
1: There and are way too. LFO. There are way too many single guys, and there is a reason for that.
3: Okay.
0: I want <laughs> fix that, Mister Wizard. <laughs> uh, there was a good man named Paul Revere. I feel much better, baby, when you're near. So, the only connection i could think that when i saw these lyrics is that maybe because my history is a little rusty on paul revere but maybe paul revere was his <laughs> maybe paul revere because we, we all know his ride to warn that the british were coming one if by land two if by amber Crombie, and fitch exactly exactly <laughs> still taken right from the poem um his whole thing was he rode through, you know, saying, the, the British are coming, the British are coming. Maybe he kept riding, and he abandoned his four-year-old daughter back home. We don't know what happened after that ride, because may, maybe, because that's how he's tying it together. In my fan fiction, he marries Lady
1: Godiva, and then they ride off into the sunset.
2: <laughs> She's the chocolate Steve, you gotta lady, get right? that published.
1: Yeah. Oh, wait. She was the naked one, right? One who rode naked on the horse? Uh, I don't know. All right.
2: <laughs> I'm going to say yes.
1: Excellent. Moving on. You were saying Nick. <laughs>
0: Well no, and then so that was the first thing. But then the other thing that occurred to me is I'm just I want to get in in the mindset of them when they were writing this song because they can that say That way lies madness.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Lovecraftian nightmare. <laughs> they Because even if they say, you know, these were inside jokes, you know, stream of consciousness, consciousness, whatever, there still has to be some rhyme or reason to it. So they said, there was a good man named Paul Revere. I feel much better, baby, when you're near. So the songwriting technique that they're sticking with is name a hero of the American Revolution and then mention the girl next to them or in the next line. My only question is why did they choose Paul Revere? There's so many revolutionary heroes that they could have used instead. In fact, I it, it is so easy to do that a whole verse's worth of American heroes from the revolution you could put in instead. And I can prove it right now. I I have them all written out. So, if you Call will it. bear with me. Yes,
2: please.
3: She's been a since that summer.
0: There was a good man named Thomas Paine. You're the only one for me, I promise, babe There was a good man named Ben Franklin I wanna meet your dad so I can thank him There was a good woman named Molly Pitcher If you see a hot girl, know I'm probably with her There was a good man named Marquis de Lafayette I trust you enough to lend my keys to the Corvette There was a good man named James Madison You asked to go mini-golfing, babe, that is fun There was a bad man named Benedict Arnold Babe, I'll plant you a garden when I get yard tools There was a bad man named King George the Third With you, I have wings, much like when you're a bird. There was a good man named Alexander Hamilton. When I'm close to you, I'll laugh because I'm having fun. See, it's easy. I'm just saying, he could have used any one of those instead of Paul Revere. And I have made my point. <laughs> I hope, unless you want me to go through it again. No, no, no. no. no, no, no. There was a good woman no. named Molly Pitcher. <laughs>
1: kill it with fire
3: i feel much better baby when you're near. you you fun coke i like the way you laugh when i tell a joke when i, I she know she's just humor-centered.
0: you know she's just humoring him so he'll go away i love the way you oh, laugh when so i funny. tell a joke you're so funny okay my friends are here i got to go bye
1: oh, i love it when you laugh at my jokes i love it when you cook me dinner <laughs> i love it when you wash my car
3: you make me marmalade sandwiches never wash
2: your car leave me
0: alone <laughs>
3: Joke. When I met you I said my name was Rich You look like a girl from Abercrombie and Fitch uh, Is his name Rich? It is Rich, it oh,
1: is rich. Okay. That would be weird though if he said it, it's a different name Guys
0: I really wanted to rhyme with Abercrombie and Fitch So I'm rich now <laughs> I want all of you to call me when Rich
1: I, When I met you I said my name was Daryl You looked like a girl from Abercrombie and Fitch
2: <laughs> American Apparel It was right there ah, <laughs> ah, no. Try again No <laughs>
1: Ralph Lauren was my favorite brand. Yule Brenner once played the King of Siam. <laughs>
2: New Kids on the Block. When I met you, I said I was a paralegal. I like girls from American Eagle. New Kids on the Block.
1: <laughs> I hate it when I order General So's. You look real nice in those shoes from Bonobos.
3: New Kids on the Block. Had a bunch of hits.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, saw you at United Colors of Benetton. Billy Zane got in shape to play the Phantom. <laughs>
3: It's on the block, trying to punch your Chinese food, makes me sick I feel dirty <laughs> Summer, since that summer In the summertime, girls got it going on Shake and wiggle to a hip-hop song Summertime, girls are the kind of like I'll steal your honey like I stole your bike Wow!
1: I'll steal your honey like I stole your bike So let me, so, okay, so if i i take you if i had one wish i love the way when you laugh at my jokes i'll steal your honey like i stole your bike we're sure this isn't some sort of weird men's rights thing right we're sure like this isn't this isn't richard spencer 20 years ago ooh
0: or Mike, do you still think wait, he's just confused? Wait,
1: check yeah, ma- the bottom where the li- where- check the bottom where it shows who wrote all the lyrics. <gasps> oh my God, him too?
0: This had so many songwriters. Because Mike, I'm not gonna let you just tiptoe away from that theory you proposed in the beginning. Oh,
2: I'm glad you haven't, Nick. Okay, why don't we? Why don't you tell me one female reference he's actually made? He says you. He likes look, summertime girls. You look like a girl from Abercrombie and Fitch. I'm telling. You, he just likes feminine men. Some so of those. So he says you look like those a girl, men. comma,
0: from Abercrombie. And Wait,
1: Fitch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with him in this case. A lot of those men are very feminine. It is not, it is not a varied group of people in that Abercrombie and Fitch <laughs> catalog. I'm
2: telling. Couldn't you see Larry Bird rocking a little Abercrombie and fish? Macaulay no, no hold on.
1: Larry Bird was all man. Like that's still, he's still confused. That there.
2: hair was beautiful.
0: What? A manly man can have beautiful hair, Mike. Yeah, Joe Namath. Boom,
2: Steve right there. Trollinger.
0: Boom, right there.
2: I'm sorry, but you don't look like a girl from Abercrombie and Fitch.
1: Oh, how boom, you! Be, be, be. You son of a
0: bitch! I'll catch you for this. <laughs>
2: Steve's gonna go home, have a
0: cold shower with his clothes on, just rocking back and forth. What? Why can't I, why can't things just come up, Steve? Why can't they come up, Steve? It's like Culture Club is playing in the background. <laughs> no, Summer Girls is. Yeah.
3: New Kids on the Block had a bunch of hits.
1: Do you really want to hurt me?
3: <laughs> Store yeah. your bike. Bogaloo shrimp and pogo sticks. What the fuck?
0: Uh-huh. shrimp
2: and pogo
0: sticks. What the fuck is he talking
2: about? Dude, more things that gave him food poisoning.
0: Pogo sticks, because <laughs> bogaloo shrimp is a dancer. Oh fuck! Wait. Wait, is this
1: is this for, is this like the same movie that uh, uh uh Electric Boogaloo? Isn't it Breakin' Two Electric Boogaloo, or are those different
0: movies? Oh, I don't know. Who would have thought that's the one area of my research that would come up dry? Because I know there's electric uh, Electric Boogaloo, yes, which is a movie,
1: which is a sequel subtitle, yes. And is it from Break? It's, there's Breakin' the movie, which is about breakdancers, right? And then Breakin' Two Electric Boogaloo, is that it? Yep, I was right. Oh, yep. Wow. Man, these wow. guys cannot outdo me when it comes to mid 80s trivia. <laughs>
3: yeah. I stole your pride. Boogaloo shrimp and pogo sticks. My mind takes me back there. Oh, so quick. Let you off the hook like my man, Mr. Limpy. Think about that summer and I bugged you. Okay, I miss okay, like the-
1: okay. Wait a second. Okay, stop. stop. Okay. Okay. So his knowledge of history then appears extremely limited. To either the late 80s and 90s, and yet he recalls a comedy movie where Don Knotts turns into a fish from fifty years
2: ago. Wait, he turns into a fish? The, Mr. Yeah, the,
1: yeah, the incredible, incredible Mr. Mr. Limpet, yeah? yeah. It's a movie where Don Knotts turns into a fish, a cartoon fish. And like has an adventure because he's super nervous because that's what he played in every. That's movie. what
0: summer girls from the nineties will understand. That's a reference. That's that makes like sense. that's like he might as well just
1: write a lyric. The Apple Dumpling Gang got me in a stitch. Tim Conway, Don knots, Abercrombie and
0: Fitch. New
2: kids on the, on the block. Adam... Oh, that's so a hit. Was he the first uh, like version of uh, what was that? What was that? Um, oh, that big movie that just came out with the with the lady who had sex with the fish. The Guillermo
0: del Toro movie,
1: shape, that of water? Water? Sha- shape, shape of Water. Shape of
2: Water. So he was the first Shape of Water. You know, everyone. I don't.
0: I don't think the plots are similar. There's
2: a female ladyfish in that photo, and that's. I it. don't think they fuck. <laughs> yeah,
1: You're it's, right because you missed our like...
2: limp. At.
1: I am. I. But you shouldn't I, be that proud of yourself. I hope <laughs> be. I hoped beyond hope you were about to fall out of your goddamn chair after you did that. No, it's not like it's not like King Arthur, where the uh, girl squirrel totally did it with the with the guy squirrel.
2: I love that movie. It's
1: totally, what happens off screen?
3: That's why she's. They
0: ri- animated it and everything.
3: Yeah,
1: they thought they'd get away with it
3: purple macaroni and cheese Oh no wait wait no we have we have to we have to go back for that go. no. God, this
1: episode is going to be 3 hours long
3: I like the color purple macaroni and cheese ruby red slipper I like the color
0: purple macaroni and cheese The Color Purple. And I don't think he means The Color Purple. I think he means the Alice Walker novel that then became the Steven Spielberg movie starring Oprah.
1: Nick. What? Nick, you... Fuck you. What? (laughs) Oprah? Starring Oprah?
0: Who's in it? It's
1: Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, God. Uh... My fiancé is going to straight up murder your ass. She will show up I here I swore to God. I saw the cast and
0: Oprah was in it.
1: Oh, my God. You are going to just... You oh. are going to be so, uh, so... Okay, so in my—in fairness to you, Oprah is in it.
3: Yeah, but, I'm right. <laughs> fuck you. But
1: Oprah is in it, but Whoopi's the star of that movie.
0: Whatever.
1: I didn't say the star. I said the one with Oprah. I know. I'm just sick of everyone going to Oprah and
2: skipping over Whoopi. Okay? I only saw... Represent. Oh, I feel, I've only seen like a segment of this movie, and it's some lady getting dragged out of the house and into the field. That right. was whoopee. <laughs> New kids on the block had a bunch of hits. <laughs> Honey, suit <sued> my face. <laughs> uh, I like the color purple. Macaroni and cheese.
3: <laughs> <laughs> really, really I brings mean, the gravitas I of like the color that movie purple. Movie
2: where
1: ladies get raped a lot. Then I eat mac and cheese. I like to put Velveeta on it.
0: Yeah, on it. You know what there's a way to look at these lyrics that is admirable. They're making all these references that 90s kids, you know, who are just looking to hear a Disposable Summer Jam might not be aware of. How many kids do you think listen to the song and then expose themselves to reading or seeing the film The Color Purple? The exact same uh hip hop in 90s teens
1: who Ran down to their local neighborhood blockbuster video, found a VHS copy of The Incredible Mr. Limpet, and
0: had a hell of a Saturday. (laughs) You're damn right.
2: A hell of a Saturday.
0: (laughs) God, this book is getting heavy. Let's watch that movie about the fish.
3: Get the mac and cheese ready. (laughs) Beep, beep, beep purple macaroni and cheese Ruby red slippers in a bunch of trees Call you up, but what's the use? I like Kevin Bacon, but I hate Footloose in- Bullshit, you don't get to do that You don't get to
0: like Kevin Bacon and hate Footloose Please, the
1: entirety of Kevin Bacon's oeuvre Is pinned Pinned, I tell you By the film Footloose Do you like his turn in Friday the 13th? Hollow Man wasn't out at this point It couldn't be that one it is the underpinning of his entire career.
0: <laughs> maybe, stir never, of, maybe Stir of Echoes came out this year. Maybe has, that's what they were referring He to.
1: has been in bad movies, but he has never been bad in a movie.
0: Preach.
2: I'm a big Kevin Bacon fan, yeah. Good.
1: We were going to have problems otherwise.
2: But I think he likes them. Like he likes him, likes him.
1: Are you sure he's not confusing him for a random woman?
2: That's why he hates Footloose is because Kevin Bacon falls in love in that one. Well, I was going to say, I,
0: I could see him being in denial because seeing Kevin Bacon as a beautiful dancer, being like, no, no, I don't like that one. I, I like all his other stuff. I don't like that one. But really, when all of his friends are gone, he sticks the VHS in of that and is enraptured by, what?
1: A, they told me to stir the damn tanks and I stirred the damn tanks.
0: It's <laughs> from Apollo 13. <laughs>
3: I said that before Think I'm over you But I'm really not sure When I met you I said my name is Rich You look like a girl From Abercrombie and Fitch New kids on the block cat a bunch of hits Please so tell me the song is this,
1: That's the end of
0: new things In the song We can stop
1: It is Okay thank god is it, uh, no, oh,
2: oh it is
0: I mean Unless you really want to hear him say Shake and wiggle To a hip hop song Summertime girls Are the kind of like I'll steal your honey Like I stole your bike
1: no, he already did that part. Yeah, it's kind
0: of a rehash of
1: some yeah. of the old we
0: Aw. Mike, can... after we're done, you can listen to the song as many times as you want. But for the sake of our listeners, I don't want to subject them to any more than I have to. Them. <laughs> so come, Floyd. Yes, come yes, here, Floyd. Yes. Come here, Floyd. Yes, thank you so much to come here, Floyd, for um, collaborating on us and indirectly sponsoring us and, with this nonsense. And also, uh,
1: I just want to say a quick... Uh, goodbye to Come Here Floyd <laughs> yeah. Yes,
0: yes, it's been a great partnership We really appreciate it, really, it for last it lasted It, had, it
1: had, had a lot of ups and a lot of downs Mostly downs yeah. On our part, but you know I While the, t- while the roller coaster was, was On the track, I enjoyed the ride Until it went off the rails and murdered us all
2: <laughs> Oh nope.
1: Let Let it be known, Nick can cut everything out He wants to cut out, but let it be known He cut stuff out <laughs> in order to save our continued partnership fortuitous fruitful partnership with Come Here Floyd Nick is going to be cutting some stuff out today
2: we're gonna slow burn our way in here you know guys (laughs) alright like I just can't believe
1: we got like some awesome uh, 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 co-pollination deal going and our first time out we completely (laughs) torpedoed it with content (laughs) We asked him, "Hey, is it cool? Like you heard our stuff, right? Like we get a little risque. That's cool, right? Yeah, no, I don't want to stifle your creativity. You know, do what you got to do." He is gonna like if we don't cut some stuff this episode, he is gonna be swallowing those words.
0: I just can't wait for the whiplash. Uh, anyone who visits Come Here Floyd will get when they read, when they just like read a review of like a new indie rock artist and and the the um the vocabulary and the structure, the way the articles are written, which is like I said, it's very it's very well done, it's very supportive it, it just feels very earnest, and then immediately going to the Song Topsy Report tab listening to an episode, much like this one on Summer Girls by LFO and just not being able to process the, the juxtaposition
2: of all this uh, stimuli. But they will be stimulated, you know, we're gonna keep our listeners That's engaged. all we promise. <laughs> like...
1: ABS always be stimulated. <laughs> Closers, yeah, my, closers get coffee, Mike. Closers get coffee.
2: Oh, shucks, man.
0: Ugh. Well, that is about it for Summer Girls by LFO. <laughs> I mean, you can't... This song is like a dumb puppy. You can't really hate
2: it. It doesn't know any better. <laughs> it doesn't know any better.
0: It's just... Aw, uh, you t- shit on
1: the rug again, LFO. I'll just uh, clean it up. Man. You look at me with those big pools of water you call eyes. <laughs>
0: I, I I've come full circle on this. I think I um I think the song has uh, use. I think it provided references to '90s kids, uh, references that they wouldn't have been aware of otherwise. Are you
2: saying what? you've changed your mind? Uh,
0: this is a fantastic song. No, You're
2: right. I love the song. I want, I mean, I love the song, but it's not a good song.
1: Guys, do you for do you remember what the purpose of the show is? Why did this song die,
2: Steve? Why is it dead?
1: Oh, I can't say the thing I was gonna say. (laughs) All right, I'll say it. Botched sexual reassignment surgery.
2: (laughs) And right into trans jokes. All right. (laughs) No, this
0: song obviously died of food poisoning from Chinese food.
2: Thank you. Yes. Perfect.
1: Perfect button. Say no more. Say no
0: more. (laughs) Oh uh, well thank you so much for listening you can find us on comeherefloyd.com First time I get to say that. And you can also still follow us on all the same social media pages. We still have the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can still email us suggestions at the songtopsy so report at gmail.com. And you can follow me personally uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Brigadier and mrmikerussell.com.
2: Uh yes, you can see my stuff at mrmikerussell.com or on my Instagram at mrmikerussell.com. That's mrmr.dot. And yeah, like Nick said, go to come here, Floyd. Check us out on our new website there. Or, I mean, com. We'll take you right there anyway. And, um, yes, leave us uh, reviews, critiques, uh, suggestions, or uh, what kind of crazy befuddled things you say when looking at a significant other. Like, for example, that Chinese food gives you food poisoning for some reason.
1: <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm just watching my, my – I'm, I'm just like – I've got my mouth shut now. just yes. watching my, everything I say. I can't –
2: Okay, come on, Steve. I can't come make on. any more
0: work for Nick. <laughs> I appreciate that. But, Steve, where may we find you? Oh, you may
1: find me in all the regular, comfortable places. Well-worn, musky places. So, no new website? <laughs> no. Still under construction. Still under construction. <laughs> website. Steve months com. Ago. Uh, 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 On Instagram and on Twitter at your yourmanTrollo.com. Uh, and yes, those places and uh, I guess now it come here Floyd. Yes Where you will be able to if you are interested in the finer points of music I don't know why you're listening to this show if you are But if you are please check it out it Yes, you're will, just one click away from yeah, much better music uh, from much better music and uh, writing that is clear and concise and uh, Does not contain any of the things we talked about today? To its eternal, uh, uh, oh, I keep wanting to say detriment, but it's not detriment. It's the opposite of that. <laughs> to its it, uh, its eternal um, glory, glory. We'll, yeah. say glory. we'll go with
2: ever in our name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, but keep checking out because, like I said, we, we have some ideas for uh, some more ambitious things to that we can do as part of our collaboration with Come Here, Floyd. So uh, stay tuned. There will be some more exciting stuff coming. I feel. Uh, But for the meantime, that is all the time that we have uh, for this week. I am Nick Bradier. I'm Mike Russell. And I bought my shoes from Payless. (laughs) And we will see you next week. Take care.